So uh, we're talking about truth hurts, but the sign that's like the line that's like, I just took a DNA test, found out I'm a hundred percent. So Lizzo saw that from a tweet two years ago. So two guys came forward and basically demanded credit, and because they made a meme that had it in there. And so Liz was like, actually, I didn't get it from you guys. I got it from this tweet. And so she gave the author of that tweet publishing rights to the song. That's the long okay. story short. And so we were debating whether or not said author of said tweet deserved publishing rights to that song. Okay. Huh. I'm of the mindset of yes, of course she deserves publishing because yes. What like all goes into like publishing rights though? Uh, if you created a line and it's used in the song, or if you created a uh, sample, or like you created a song that was used in a song, whether it was mm -hmm. manipulated or not, you're entitled to compensation. Okay, is that just that's just what publishing rights mean? You just yes. get compensation. Yep. Uh -huh. So like, if you see like Kanye West credits and there's like 22 people listed on it, it's because of that. Where like somebody uh -huh. may have came up with like a line, and somebody may have come up with like the synth or the bass line or whatever, whatever. Mm -hmm. Publishing rights with Thomas. So it's basically just story credit. Is what <laughs> <laughs> come full circle. Yep, there you go. And I think that's where where I fall. That <laughs> you should trademark. definitely get credit. You should definitely get story credit. I just know if don't know if credit credit is yeah. also a definite essential. Yeah, a necessity. It's the I think credits is necessity, money credits. Because I was like, should she get credit for the whole song and she contributed seven words? Was that a question? I know. Diamond has her thinking face on. Oh, I didn't know if it was a, a question or like a. No, I was saying that was what my perspective was oh. with this conversation. It's also not the, the whole day. song. You can only you can get publishing rights to just part of the song. Yes, that's how percentages work. Oh, uh, okay. Oh wow. Okay. All right, yeah, 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 I'm teaching people. Um, all right, so I know nothing about publishing rights. That's why I, I asked, asked about you. It. I asked you about this yesterday. You wasn't giving me great. I just know stuff about politics and Latin America. So <laughs> <laughs> I'm useless Guys, in almost best. all of our conversations. <laughs> no, also, the two people who know most about movies are you. just chugging alcohol out of Yetis right now, which is not a good thing. What was that? Listen, your Yeti. Uh, What's your Yeti and uh, apple cider. Oh shit! Okay, diamond. Mine is. I thought uh, you had water. <laughs> mine is Aldi Sangria. Ooh, wow! Made with three bottles of Winking Owl Moscato from Aldi's, and one of their tropical fruit mixes, uh, ice chunks of iced fruit. Ew. Okay. It's um, let me if I recall right, strawberry, mango, pineapple, and papaya. And then three shots of triple sec. I feel like this is just an advertisement for whatever we're drinking because we're just holding our Yeti like this. That's not the podcast. What's in your drink? Sponsored by Yeti. I wasn't going to talk about it, but I felt like I was called out. She said something about some drinking out of Yetis. And I didn't know if I was included in that. So. No, yeah. We were both drinking alcohol out of Yetis. And it was an assumption that you were drinking alcohol out of a Yeti. And I was correct. So. <laughs> 
take that. Some prejudice works. <laughs> USA. US. But no. Um, if you think of... Yes, tell us about If you that. think of publishing like a hundred... Uh, nope. If you think of publishing like a piece of a pie... I can't speak. If you think of publishing like a pie, uh, you can get <laughs> you can get different pieces of it. So um, the producer gets a piece of the pie. Whoever the writers are, they also get a piece of the pie. The artist gets a piece of the pie. And so um, the example that I used yesterday was Trinidad James. He's a credited writer on the Uptown Funk song by Bruno Mars. Uh, because in his song, All Gold Everything, he says, uh, gold all in my chain. Don't believe me, just watch. Hater, hater, hater. Uh, and then he uh, had that taken into Bruno Mars' uh-huh. song. And so uh-huh, yeah. when it's, don't believe me, just watch, that's Trinidad James's lyric. And so he got uh-huh. a piece of that pie, i.e. publishing, uh-huh. for Uptown Funk. Okay. Publishing. But it's like a smaller piece than like what other people Correct. are getting just because just because they okay. have the I'm a 100% that chick line and the don't believe yeah. me just watch that does not entitle them to the whole pie but it is an invitation to take their slice of the pie that they rightly deserve. Okay, cool. So yeah, it, so basically publishing credit just talks about like that one's more of an overarching definition for a much larger thing. Whereas, like, once again, I'm going to go back to story yep, credit. Go that's, back to like, it. a very small piece. Um, like, that's just, you had an idea and someone ran with it. Right. So I thought you said that story like that, credit, you that's have more to narrow write definition. a, uh, I thought you said with story credit, you have to write a treatment for it. Or, like, a first draft. Uh, I can't remember. Because uh, I feel I like I we had, you had to write... We had to write, you had to write something down because that was the whole thing because you guys wrote something down on Google so that you could get story <laughs> credit. But I thought that the whole thing was like the, uh, almost, sorry, I sorry. I just heard the words had a baby. So <laughs> I'm not pregnant. Maybe. As I've had to clarify numerous times this oh, week. Oh, I'm not blocking you. Or last week, rather. No, this, this is my calendar that my aunt from Jamaica got me. I was just saying. When we get married, well, the the year that we're either you're pregnant or Yay. you're going to have a baby, that year where a baby is born, that year we have to get married on May 5th. And I thought he was telling me I needed to have a baby on May 5th. Uh, <laughs> my confusion was. No, we're behind if that's the case. I know. I was just like, Wait, so about this timing. We're not that behind. We could make it. We would have a preemie. Plenty of people do that. And <laughs> I'm a premature baby and there's nothing wrong with me. And there's nothing oof, wrong with oof. me. And there's nothing wrong with me. <laughs> Comedy rule of three. No. I was going to say, like, given the size of my head, it may be better if oh, it's a preemie. But, oh, no. It sounded at first like something that was making me think that it's a mother's right to choose, right? And they can choose to smoke. Oh, God. That's <laughs> Wait, which which podcast is this right now? Red Book Conversation. <laughs> well, if you like want to talk, if you want to talk about how mothers make bad choices that endanger their children, <laughs> it's a good thing you've tuned into the Joker podcast. Oh, oh. Spoiler alert! Oh, that was amazing. That's the Joker. The end. <laughs> now, at that point, Thomas plays a Porky Pig. 
doing to that song, folks. But since we don't own the rights to that, I'm just going to use my voice narration, which you just heard. You are now listening to my mouth on vacation. I'd love Hang to see this. Hang on a second. I have to prep the instrument. Coat the throat. Prep the instrument with sangria. And triple sec, whatever that is. Well, that's, that's part of the sangria. That's, it, one that's of the what makes the sangria. Tequila? You need wine. No. That's not what You need wine, a hard liquor, and fruits, and thyme. That's sangria. Ta-da. It's like the Garden of Eden. What? And... And it's also free, like something else that I know. No, that's not. That's not <laughs> Yo, Garden of Eden sounds like a fire brand name for like wine. Mm, I don't know. That seems like it's trying too hard. I think that'd be hilarious. But hey, that's okay. <laughs> you know who's also no, trying hard? Oh. <laughs> but not too hard because it's free. <laughs> You can record, create, and edit all from your phone. All right. I'm going to try another thing. I know you're in the middle of a thing right there, but I was try- I'm was. i going to try another way, and I don't think they were picking up what you were right, I'm muting now, myself while you're doing these, because you, otherwise... No, you, you need to be part laugh. of it. That's the thing. I waited. Wait a second. But no one picked you up. I was waiting for you to pick me up. Me? Okay. Now, here's the thing. Wait, are we all doing this ad read? Because yes. This is the thing. No. This is the thing. All right. <laughs> That's the strongest I've heard Diamond feel about anything ever. (laughs) (laughs) No. (laughs) She didn't have a real strong feeling about if the ads were getting done, but she does have a strong feeling about if she's doing them. (laughs) No. (laughs) But if Thomas, I have a question. Question? Thomas. Yes, hi. (laughs) How do we record this podcast? You know, it's like it struck me that I never really asked you yeah how we make this podcast and how we get it out there so how do we get it out there uh you record an mp3 file you send it to me diamond records a m4a file she sends it to me i record an m4a file i convert all of these thomas to mp4 hey, real quick real quick i'm gonna jump in here it seems like it might be more useful for you if i also record an m4a file <laughs> is that true you you can't the oh, device well, there that, we go. The device Keep that continue. You okay. Keep cool. telling me how we make this podcast. Uh, MP3 files uh, get converted, and then I dump them into Pro Tools. I sync up the audio to make sure that we're all at the same place. And uh, then I dump it into Pro Tools and edit. You dump a lot of stuff, but you said that one already. But all right, go on. Well, dump it into Pro Tools. You edit it. And I take the file, bounce it down into an mp3 file and then depending how big the file is skip this part out loud right (laughs) and then depending on how big the file is uh i may have to convert it back into an m4a file and then publish it to anchor anchor what's that (laughs) uh anchor is this really dope app uh you can use it for podcasting it's completely free you can record and create and edit a podcast how about this this ain't gonna be the one how this not gonna be it let's just move forward we can always come back to the moment later with the beauty of podcast i knew he was setting me up (laughs) oh did you yes because you didn't get to like the money lines real quick let me tell you a secret (laughs) i was just like i thought this was like a preamble thing i didn't realize you meant like 
oh, well, I use Anchor, and then I do this. And then I was like, no. this." It's funny how close the words preamble and the word ramble are. (laughs) (laughs) But anyway, let's let's do this actual podcast. Because we can burn this bridge later, right? Yep. Definitely. And also, it's going to be 9 o'clock when we stop and start it yet. And we all know. You know who also... Works. <laughs> you know who also wants to see the world burn? Joker. <laughs> I don't even know if this Joker wants that. Yeah, I don't even think he's capable think of doing that. that. I think he's capable, but I think he doesn't give a fuck. I actually don't think he's capable. I don't. Think I think capable. if he took a lighter to the world, someone would say, "Hey, sir, you shouldn't have possession of a lighter." Like, I don't think he could get shit done. No, but the people who follow him could. Maybe. Maybe. Those guys look like losers and clowns. Well, well they did one of them murdered... kill Batman's parents. Yeah. <laughs> who... So we just start with the spoilers. <laughs> guys, it's Batman. You. If you don't know what happens to Bruce Wayne's parents, go home. I didn't know Tom. already home. I didn't know oh, Tom Wayne's Arthur Fleck. <laughs> His name was father. Thomas Wayne. It is wild that you would call this man Tom when you... Hate so much shorten your name from Thomas to Tom. I said Thomas Wayne. Maybe no, I'm done with Tom. Okay, whatever. <laughs> Maybe the computer programming turns you to a robot. But you know it won't turn you into a robot. Anchor. Anchor. <laughs> <laughs> See, I don't know if that's true. Record, create, and edit all from your phone. From my phone? Yeah, from your phone. From my phone? It can be distributed. Wait, can it be distributed? The yes, you can. Distributed. the podcast for Man, you. That's some bad lines right there. And what guess they what? It? They call the text. Guess what? 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 You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. Oh my god! I don't god. think that's true because I think our minimum listenership is one thousand. <laughs> <laughs> there are no prerequisites. Download the free Anchor app or go to Anchor.fm to get started. I don't think this is a completely true. <laughs> There's no prerequisite. There's no prerequisites. <laughs> Number of listeners, subscribers. Oh, okay. I when I heard that, I thought of no prerequisites, <laughs> like they'll approve any podcast, and I was like, no, no, that's not true. <laughs> it's good. It's good that we have a whole bunch of attempts throughout the podcast. <laughs> I loved it, guys. This whole episode is just us trying to record an anchor ad. I yeah. hope you realize that. That's yeah. okay. That's what you just call it, Joker. Brought to you by Anchor. <laughs> Strong enough for a man, but made for a Joker. Wait, wait a second, wait a second. You guys know that commercial, right? Strong enough for a man, but made for a woman? No. I think so. Oh, fuck. I knew that. I could see the ages as I said it. Like, Diamond will know. These other two clowns won't. You know who's also a clown? Joker. (laughs) You know what's funny? I don't think you could run... This might be another Red Book conversation, but I don't think you could run that... Was it Secret or Sure? I can't remember. It was one of those two. Maybe it's Secret. I feel like it's secret. Of the two, that makes you, the most you sense. You gotta do it, because I can't really... The deodorant ad? Right yes. Okay. And the line was strong enough for a man, but made for a woman. Uh, it was not strong enough for a man. Spoiler alert. Well, not sure. all men are created equal. <laughs> 
But I'm just saying, I don't think society would let them run that ad right now. But I, lo- I love Yeah, it. it's it's secret. It was a 1980s ad. Oh, my God. 80s? Oh, my God. You old. Well, I... Okay. Yeah, we just talk about the Joker. Oh, man. That's hilarious. Sorry, I got distracted by the ad. I mean, I thought thought the ad bit was interesting. (laughs) But, okay. I also enjoy ads. Like, Anchor. (laughs) (laughs) It doesn't work if you laugh as soon as you say Here's the thing. No, this was a joke, so I laugh because it's funny. So you know how picture of a horse was like a thought that I had for like a company or whatever? Yes. Like, okay. I didn't mean it to be so perfect, but I definitely sometimes feel like it's a picture of a dead horse that some of us are beating. Sometimes. <laughs> sometimes. What? You know what you don't have to beat? Anchor! It's free! <laughs> <laughs> This is going to be the one podcast where Nicole is just alive and I've gone to fucking sleep. <laughs> I don't know what's more important to talk about right now. Joker or Anchor? Well, with Anchor, don't you know. don't have to decide because it's free. <laughs> this is the episode you know, you where John and I That, that could have worked. You could have just continued, Thomas. Guys, I'm not doing a 60-second recap because I don't give a fuck about this movie. So, Diamond. Wait, I gotta do it? Yup. Time has already started. Oh, no. Okay, so this movie is just a really depressing film about a guy that's unraveling, and at the end, he turns into Joker. That's pretty darn good. We got enough time for a second one. (laughs) Go, Nicole. So this movie is about a very uh, neurotic Joaquin Phoenix, but spoiler alert, he's not neurotic. He was just heavily abused as a child, and now he has brain damage. So he's going through life real rough. People are real mean to him. Ah, so sad. So he beats a guy's face in, and then he lets a midget escape from his apartment. And then he eventually just goes full Joker, puts on the makeup, gets in a car, and goes, ah! And all of his Joker uh, worshippers bow down to him, and he becomes the villain we all know him to be, but not as capable. So I think we got enough time for one more. Go, Thomas. Uh, Joker is a Joaquin Phoenix-led, Todd Phillips-directed film uh, that is a love letter to the 70s. Uh, Joker is a clown by the name of Arthur Fleck, and he just wants to be happy, but he is mentally incapable and also delusional. Um, And he is beat up, and then he decides that his life is not a tragedy, but a comedy. I'm going to tell you a secret, guys. I have maybe like seven significant things to say about this movie, That's as okay. far as I'm aware right now. So I'm gonna need y'all to take the reins on this one. Okay. I don't give a fuck. Wait, okay. that's not maybe not true. <laughs> we'll see how much of a fuck I give as the night goes on. Yeah, <laughs> drink more alcohol and see if there's more of a fuck you get. There's maybe more fucks in the alcohol. Is Thomas still there, or is his screen just frozen like that? Oh. Nope, nope, he's, he's gone. gone. All right. He's absolutely ah. gone. So welcome to our three-person podcast, <laughs> the Throdcast, where we talk about movies that I regret seeing. No, that's not true. <laughs> you really didn't like Joker that much? It's weird. Okay. This is, I think it's weird because I don't think I didn't like it that much. Like, if I didn't like it that much, that means I would have had to care more about it to not like it that okay, much. Yeah. Um, 
it was fine. Okay, it's weird. Before this movie came out, I it was coming out, and I didn't really, I didn't have strong, strong feelings about it. I had a little bit of strong feelings when that first trailer dropped, and um, I was like, this looks nice. I was a little bit excited because I knew, like, two of my Atlanta friends were going to be in it. So, like, that was cool. The thing looked interesting, different. All right, cool, whatever. But then I didn't care that much anymore again. Um, and it's kind of just like, okay, it'll come out, whatever. But then it was like, oh, everyone's got to see it. It's doing so great at these festivals, blah, 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 blah. I was like, okay, maybe it's, I'm going to watch it. I, I think I just should have stayed with my previous like opinion of like it's just a thing and just not going to see it. Ugh, I don't know. I feel like that's weird. Nicole, what was your first thoughts on it? Because now we know John's. I really enjoyed it. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was very uncomfortable and it was nice to see a different rendition of the Joker we saw what's his face's sexy blonde man. Heath Ledger. Come on, Heath Ledger. Yes. We saw his, and I think people have been wanting another Joker that's like his level of just like sadistic and demented. But I loved that this was just like a nah, this man is just completely unhinged though. And like there are some like mental things that are there. So instead of it being a sadistic thing, it was more of just like a, not that I found him to be unpredictable, but I felt like anything could happen because he just wasn't all quite there. And so I enjoyed that aspect of it. But oh my gosh, I was, there is so much like cringing during it and just like having a difficult time watching just because it made me feel so on edge, the treatment of his character. But I enjoyed it, and I told John that, you know, I actually wanted to go back and see it again in theaters. I didn't actually see what I thought of the movie, you realize, right? <laughs> I asked for first thoughts, and you gave me your first, you gave me your very, very first thoughts. Okay, I'm just saying, I'll tell you what I thought of the movie later. <laughs> My first thoughts were, holy cow, I feel weird. And I don't know what to do with these feelings. <laughs> Thomas. My first thoughts after seeing the movie. Uh, <laughs> was that not the question? <laughs> uh, I was asking first the, thoughts. Like, the first you... thoughts can occur anywhere in the timeline because time is an illusion and time is a flat circle. So let's go. Okay. Um, Joaquin Phoenix is a talented actor. I was curious on what he was going to bring to the role. I like the idea of it being set in the 70s. After seeing the movie, I was impressed by Joaquin's performance. I feel like he's going to get an Oscar. I did like that it wasn't as crazy violent as I thought it was going to be. And Zazie Beetz and Joaquin Phoenix had good chemistry. Did they, though? I thought so. Okay. So my first thoughts are I was vaguely intrigued because I just like the Joker in general just because he does he's just kind of there and he's evil and whatnot. And then the more I thought about it, <clears throat> the more I realized I didn't really need an origin story for the Joker because I just wanted to see the Joker be the Joker. Um, so that to say, 
I enjoyed about a quarter of this movie. The um, last quarter. <laughs> yeah, the last quarter of this movie when he was just the Joker. Um, I don't know. Every time it's, someone asked me about my like first thoughts on this movie, my first thoughts were I didn't need to see a movie about someone becoming unhinged because I know just from other movies and just from you know what life does to people, uh, what people being unhinged and becoming unhinged looks like. Um, but here I was and I saw it. And <laughs> yeah, I thought, yeah, I enjoyed the last quarter of the movie. The rest, like it was beautifully shot. I don't like, I just think Joaquin Phoenix was being a version of Joaquin Phoenix that was slightly more unhinged than he already is. Um, wait, wait, he wait. himself or a lot of the characters he portrays when he's a sad, sad mentally unstable, lonely man. That person, because I honestly don't know where the line is between real real Joaquin Phoenix and every Joaquin Phoenix he has ever played. Mm. So, um, and I mean it when I say every Joaquin Phoenix he has played, because I don't think he's ever played (laughs) anybody that's not just Joaquin Phoenix. Um, Johnny Cash. Another version of Joaquin Phoenix. What What is 300? He wasn't in Joaquin 300. That's Joe. Uh, hey, what am I that's, thinking uh, of? Gerard Butler. You're thinking Gladiator, yes. which is another Gerard version Butler? of Joaquin Phoenix. Okay. Oh. Oh. No, okay. <laughs> uh, this isn't quite what you said, but when you, you're talking about, like, oh, something, it doesn't matter. <laughs> no. <laughs> this is a great but, okay. podcast. I'm glad I'm here with you. <laughs> yeah, no. This isn't my first thought, but something about what you said, like, I thought I kept coming back to a lot was, I just rather watch Jake Gyllenhaal do this, or... I'd rather be watching Nightcrawler. Like that's <laughs> those are two thoughts. That's another movie about to. someone becoming unhinged. Yeah. Yeah, and it was like it wasn't that wasn't my first thought, but it was my maybe most prominent thought about this movie was I'd rather just watch Nightcrawler. Oh yeah, my prominent thought was I just want to watch Dark Knight, and so I got home and watched Dark Knight. So oh wow, here we are. I mean, that's a thing. Like there was a there's a bit the, the bit where he first like becomes a Joker, not when he first murders no. but um when he first puts on the paint when he puts on the face and he kills his former co-worker that was i mean i think that was the start of the the third quarter or fourth quarter for you uh diamond because mm-hmm. that's where it got like sort of interesting but at that point i was like that was the first time i was like well maybe joaquin phoenix's version of this is better than jake gyllenhaal's but the rest of it, Jake Gyllenhaal's was just better. And then after he put on the rest, that scene was real great. He put on the rest of the makeup, and it should have just been Jake Gyllenhaal again. But in that moment where he just had the white face paint, that was a great Joaquin Phoenix movie. <laughs> he definitely did it the best. <laughs> but this is to, to riff a bit off of both you saying you just want to watch Dark Knight again, and Nicole sort of contrasting these two jokers i think there's an aspect of like this joker just being so truly chaotic and truly just Mm -hmm. unhinged and truly willing to do whatever that made him far less compelling for me because heath ledger's joker was just like he was he was more uh a metaphor for chaos and the destruction of humanity and the things that Mm -hmm. make us feel safe whereas this guy was just a crazy guy yeah and so, like him being just a crazy guy was in one sense more terrifying because like people are dangerous and if they just go unhinged that's dangerous and scary and it's not just a fiction it's not like a costume it's whatever it's like a person unhinged is scary so like 
in one sense that was scarier but in another sense it was just like he's just a dude though like if three cops surround him they'll take him down it'll be fine so it like took some out of him he seemed like because he was more real he seemed less i don't know another thing but um sort of similar to that maybe um is another thought that i've lost so we'll come back to it later I did not want a Joker movie that made me feel sad. Oh, and that was one thing about this one that I was not a fan of. Like, the whole sob story of what happened he was younger and, like, why he is mentally the way that he is. I was like, I just kind of... Not that I wanted a guy who just wanted to watch the world burn, but I didn't want this whole, like, sad abuse background to, like, be... You wanted him it. to be the monster. You wanted him to be the bad guy, not the guy you had to care about. Yeah. I mean, I still and didn't I, care about him, but it was But, just... like, they were trying to make you. And I think that's sort of what Diamond was saying, which is, like, I just want the Joker to be the Joker. And that's actually the thing that I was, I was, I was coming to. I lost in my thoughts. It's like... This is a question I have for y'all. I want y'all to answer this, but if you're going to make a Joker movie, this seems like the way you would make a Joker movie. If you're going to make a movie where the Joker was a protagonist um, and you weren't just going to do a good movie like Nightcrawler, you would make him the villain, but make him a villain that you would want to sympathize with, empathize with, understand and care about. So you would say, it's not your fault that you're this way and construct a bunch of reasons that other bad stuff happened to him so that you would want to be on his side enough so that like you would give him permission to kill people hurting him then take the next step and just kill him kill someone who previously endangered him and take the further step to kill someone who might theoretically pose a problem to him just for no reason um and so it seemed like why I wasn't like so much a fan of the movie. It seemed like that's exactly the sort of movie you would make. Mm, yeah. If you were going to make a Joker movie today. So my question is if you were going to make the Joker movie, would you have made it different? How would you have made it? I don't think I would have. Well, that's not an option. Okay. <laughs> Um, I mean, but like I, I say that seriously because I feel like you either wouldn't have made it or you might have made it in a way that Nicole or Diamond would have liked where he's not you're not seeing him become the Joker he just is the Joker right um, but if you were going to make it and you weren't just going to do those things what would be your sort of what other way would you do it other than this movie I guess I, I guess what I'm saying is I kind of feel like if they're going to make a Joker movie today and make him something that the you want the viewers to connect to, this is what you would do. So it kind of was like, they almost had to make it this way, maybe. But I'm asking because I feel like maybe maybe there's lots of other ways to make it. So y'all tell me how you would have made it. And while you're thinking, let me tell you about our sponsor, Anchor. Anchor is free. And you can use it to record, create, and edit from your phone. It's an app that you can download on your phone that you can do this to make podcasts. And from that app, it distributes your podcast to wherever other people find podcasts. The best thing about Anchor is that you can make money from it with no minimum listenership. So if you're interested, download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. 
Now back to our thinking friends. Oh, we lost diamonds. Hey, maybe she went out to go download the Anchor app. <laughs> that seems likely. I would have made it so the Joker's actions were more deliberate. Kind of not as a, oh, look at me, I'm a sad puppy. But as a, I had a shitty childhood, so you know what? Fuck you, fuck you. I'm going to take it out on all of y'all. So less like, I'm going to do whatever comes into my head, but I'm going to take vengeance on the world for the wrongs that have been done to me. Yes, because I just, I hated how much of it was, I, I know what we're saying when it comes to like getting the audience's sympathy, but the whole like, oh, poor, like little sad puppy, like, oh, you've been, not even you've been through so much, but just like the world is so downtrodden on you. And just like the way they showed it, it was just, oh, I just wanted him to, I guess I didn't Embrace even realize I've been saying what Diamond has the whole time. <laughs> I was just waiting for him to kind of like come into his own and say screw it and like really start to have that character development. I felt like they took so much time building it up that really the final last bit of the movie was the Joker movie that we were all and I say a very loose all but we were all like wanting and desiring and it just took the entire movie to actually get there and build that story. But there's some aspects of that that I liked, like that whole thing with, I guess, really starting from when his clown friends came in and he beat the shit out of one and the little midget was trying to escape. When the movie became a good one. Exactly. (laughs) When it became a Joker movie. Yes. When you stopped justifying him being the Joker and he just was the Joker. Right. But I also liked the whole montage where we realized that the whole thing with Zazie Bates was completely in his mind. That was nuts. And so I don't know how you necessarily could have had that without having everything else that was leading up to it. But I really enjoyed that bit quite a lot. I actually loved that a ton, too. And I'm curious what you guys thought of it. And what I thought was that either... um, one, she's just a really badly written character and the movie's bad. <laughs> or two, they're trying to do a fun race bend and at the end they're going to reveal that that's Har- our Harleen Quinzel. Oh, wow. <laughs> and <laughs> that like Harleen Quinzel. Yeah. So like I thought it was either one of either the oh, movie's just shit. that bad that she's accepting and going along with this or they're trying to like get our get our our, our black Harley Quinn in. And it was and neither. So, like, I well, I mean, and that's why it was still too. able to surprise me because, like, I did not, I fully did not expect it to be part of his delusion, which I should have because taxi, but whatever. Yeah. But, like, I was not, I was not thinking that it was going to be delusional. I thought it was yeah. just going to be either bad writing or, I thought it was going to be down to writing, either bad writing or an attempt at good writing. Oh, that's I what thought I thought. It was writing, too. I was really waiting. I was thinking. How many people signed off on this? Like, everyone just saw this and thought that the way they set this up made sense. I was like, so many pieces just don't fit here. And for a movie that's supposed to be so highly anticipated, like, they they could have done so much better. So I almost felt a sense of relief when we saw it didn't yeah. <laughs> actually happen. But because I was so, like, disappointed in how that specific bit with Ozzy Bates was going, it blew my mind at the same time. 
Because one of those like, oh, fuck, everything makes sense now. Like, it just felt like that really, that one component just helped make everything come together. Yeah. My mom saw it with me and I just started hitting her when like I realized <laughs> what was happening. And she was like, what, what? And I was like, wait, wait, when real. did you, when did you realize it? It was like moments before the real veal reveal. Okay. Um, it wasn't like one of the times when he was with her and you're like, this no, is bullshit. <laughs> but like, there were like a few times that I was just like, something's up because the writing can't be that bad. Like, and this I wasn't sure. Me? I wasn't sure. I was not sure it wasn't that bad. Well, like, For me, and it that's was when he just like grabbed her at her apartment and started kissing her. I was like, "Ain't nothing about this man." <laughs> yeah, and like, and then well, at that point, I was convinced it was Harleen Quinzel. Like, that's was like, no, it's very bad. <laughs> no, and that's why I questioned when Thomas said that he thought that they had good chemistry because I was just like, no, no, because they weren't supposed to because it just was supposed to feel off. I thought, and so meanwhile, I was just like, oh. I didn't think it was a good relationship. I just thought that they <laughs> like no, no. If ahead. you are talking about not a good relationship, I was convinced that the Joker was going to kill her child. Oh my god, same. I they were gonna because well, like because thought... I was convinced that she was Harley Quinn. Harley Quinn ain't got no baby. People still I think thought... that they like he murdered both of them. Yeah, it's possible. What? They think that he murdered both of them. Both. He just showed them walking out of their apartment. He doesn't. There's. There's no bloody I don't do. think there's there's enough evidence for that. But I was talking about the reason. I wasn't talking about based on what happened afterwards that I thought he killed the child. I just going into it, I thought they he they're gonna have to kill this baby so she can be Harley Quinn. Dang, <laughs> I just thought they were gonna he was gonna kill her because he's crazy. Crazy. What do you guys, speaking of crazy, think of all of his musical dance interludes? Uh, this goes back to what I uh, yep. texted you guys yep, earlier yep, yep, this yep, week, yep. and I never, ever, ever want to be in a room, <laughs> period, alone, with people, whatever, with Joaquin Phoenix, because I am convinced that he's actually that crazy. You're because talking it was about all the, him. the idea that like he was just uh, free acting that, and that was not planned, right? Yeah. but Yeah, actually, most of this movie was free acted and not planned. Which I thought what? was interesting, because Tom Phillips like, went out, because the thing that I saw before you sent that. Uh, made me really respect Tom Phillips because he spoke of it. You as keep it saying was, Tom Phillips. It's Todd. Phillips. What Todd. I say, Tom? Yep. yep. Todd Phillips. Uh, I respected him as a director because the way he described it, like in his breakdown, like his video breakdowns of the opening scene and even that dancing part, uh, he talked about how originally in the script it had Joaquin breaking down and crying, like, oh my God, I just murdered somebody. But then he said that the dancing was something that him and Joaquin came up with, like, on the day. Uh, and so a lot of the things that Todd Phillips described was just that they were collaborating a lot more. But correct me if I'm wrong, Diamond, it seems like the thing that you read is that it was mainly just Joaquin. According to, like, the articles I've read, it's all the cast saying it was mostly Joaquin. The cast and crew, the DPs, the cinematographers, everyone just setting up cameras and watching Joaquin has been the major, like, through line. Like, a loose script of, like, Joker does this, but, like, mostly it's just Joaquin's interpretation has been the through line in all the articles I've read. That makes... Go. Was his laugh also something that he just threw in there? Every Joker gets their own laugh. 
Except yeah. Jared Leto because he can't do it well. Go ahead, baby. Oh, do you mean the idea that he laughs uncontrollably? Yeah. I think that was a script idea. That was a script, like, yeah. Okay, two things, and I'm going to say both in case I forget one of them. One is on the idea of uh, how much is improvised, and the other is, um, see, I've already forgot, so I was going to tell you. Um, oh, the, the, him dancing. During the movie, I didn't really get the dancing thing, Neither. but afterwards, looking back on it, I felt like it was just him him expressing comfort like that's when he, like he dances when he feels most, most comfortable when he's found himself when he feels natural and it's connected to some weird shit every time because like killing people makes him feel normal like he says as much later on it's like it's like he's he's found himself like people recognize him like he's coming into his own and like that's him i felt just living and acting that out on the idea of him improvising everything though um it doesn't seem too strange to me, given this movie, because it's not like they improvised everything. They had a script, and it was just it. So much of the movie was either bad shit happens to what's his name, Arthur? Yeah, Arthur mm-hmm. Fleck. Fleck. Arthur Fleck. Bad shit happens to dude, and we get to see him react to it and emote to it and express how he feels about it, or dude does something bad, and then we get to see him react about it or whatever so like it's it, it feels like they're not coming up with a plot as they go but so much of the movie is just about seeing how this character feels about stuff that there's a whole lot of room for him to just yeah feel and act and make it up as he goes along without it being utterly disruptive right yeah um and so like i'm the, the way you had said you had talked about it before i had kind of felt like that'd be just like really a hassle to have to deal with but if so much of the movie is just like he's gonna do something something wild's gonna happen either it's gonna happen to him or he's gonna do it and then we get to see what's going on in the joker through joaquin's acting Mm -hmm. it seems less less crazy less wildly disruptive (laughs) i wish i did more research if he is like cut from that cloth of method acting um, like a Marlon Brando or a Shia LaBeouf or even Jim Carrey in uh, Man in the... I think it's called Man in the Mirror. Are you going to skip Daniel Day-Lewis? That's yeah, I was right. waiting for you to get like the, the king of You said Shia guy. LaBeouf before? <laughs> Daniel Day-Lewis. <laughs> Daniel Day-Lewis who didn't walk for an entire like for movie. My left foot? Yeah, he didn't walk on set ever. I cannot believe you said Shia LaBeouf. Shia LaBeouf I am more familiar with. I'm not gonna lie. I to know. You. I know. Also, I like Shia LaBeouf as an actor. I don't. I haven't. I really loved him a lot when he was method movies. acting, being a, a human kid encountering transforming robots. Like I love the work he put into that one. I'm talking also, about after, like, so like Fury that era, like Fury. Oh, that time Wallace. when he like he he like went out in the desert and dug a bunch of holes to get into the character of Stanley Yelnats. Loved it. <laughs> Anyways, as an answer to Thomas's earlier question, yes, Joaquin Phoenix is known to be a method actor. Okay, that makes sense. It Wasn't is he retired. No, that's Daniel Day Lewis. Yeah. No, no I he did retire. Retired. Yeah, but no one believed that shit. Just I like know. No one believes Daniel Day Lewis either. I believe it. He retired. <laughs> okay, audience, I want to see the movie. Audience where Daniel see my Day air Lewis quotes, but there are like fifteen air quotes. While Joaquin Phoenix acts as Daniel Day Lewis. <laughs> 
Well, Daniel Day, Day Lewis retired. acted like Obama. That was a video. It was funny. Anyways, um, Joaquin Phoenix, after I think walked the line, like shortly thereafter, he retired from acting to pursue a rap career, as was shown what? in the documentary Sorry. I'm Here. It's not a documentary. Thomas. I know, I know, I know. <laughs> I was just framing it because it was presented completely straight. Like him and Casey Affleck worked on this film for about a year, year and a half. And he's shown to be going on like drug benders. And like there's a Letterman interview that is extremely uncomfortable because yeah. uh, Joaquin is in character. That's why he has like the shades off. Um, and the moment he takes his like glasses off and he goes up to Letterman after the interview, you can see him speak as they're cutting the camera. It was basically Joaquin apologizing him for like his behavior. Uh, and Casey Affleck was of the mindset of like never break character ever. And I don't know if mockumentary is the right term for it, but that's the retirement that I know about. A fuckumentary. Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't actually a retirement. It was a two year long hoax. Um, so that's why when everyone says it's a retirement, it was not. It was a hoax. All for that movie. Um, oh, so elaborate. it's extremely elaborate. Also, another reason why I don't ever want to be in a room with Walking <laughs> Phoenix. At least he doesn't throw condoms on you. Ooh, Who did that? Casey Affleck? Jared Leto, the previous Joker. Get with the shit. Oh, oh yeah. Will Smith Were did an interview. Used? I don't know. I wasn't there. Will Smith did an interview where he was saying that, like, he didn't meet uh, Jared Leto. Like, he was just like the the moment like he accepted the role. He was like, I never met Jared Leto. There's um, only one bad Joker. And he said like that they he ended up sending them like a whole bunch of crazy stuff, like rats and dead pigeons and stuff, and I guess a yeah. condom, uh, which is yep. gross. Yeah, he sent them all the same condom. In fact. I made that up. It doesn't matter. It's just gross no matter what. Yep. I'm uh, looking at pictures of Joaquin Phoenix and I don't feel more comforted seeing him without clown makeup. No, you shouldn't because no one should be in a room with Joaquin Phoenix. No, he's not okay. like Let me get back. Can I come back to this actual movie for a second cuz we're on the Joaquin cast? Oh. <laughs> Okay. Guys, he just creeps me out. That's all. I'm I see. Cuz you've been very like, adamant about not about being this in movie. this. What? She's been. I said about not. Oh, fuck it. I was talking um, about her being in a room with Joaquin Phoenix. Okay. Um, Which will never happen. So, okay. So, this Joker, this idea yes. of the Joker, I want to ask you guys about if this movie means anything or if it's trying to mean anything uh-huh. that I'm curious about your ideas on. But before that, I feel like. I get. There's, there's a, a good chunk of the movie where I really. And I really hesitate to say this, but I understood the Joker in the way that, like, I feel like, not like, oh, man, the Joker is me. I am the Joker. Society's the worst. But just in, like, you've been a person who's lived and been depressed. If you've been depressed at all, ever, I think you understand the Joker. Life is difficult. Life is tough. Why can't I be the difficult, tough thing to other people? Life's unfair. Why can't I be the unfair thing to the rest of the world? Because it's been been that to me this whole time. Whatever. Like, okay, cool. I get that. And this, I think, maybe comes back to my one of my, my issues of just like, I don't know if I give enough of a shit about this movie. Because, or, or the, this Joker was just a dude and the other Jokers were sort of a metaphor or a force. But, like, 
I thought it was fine. Again, in the realm of if you're going to make a Joker movie, this is probably how you'd make it. Um, it was fine for the Joker to be motivated by such a simple idea of like, things are hard, it's not my fault, and nothing makes sense, so I'm going to lash out. Or I'm going to do what I want because nothing has any meaning. It, but it just like it's, it feels to me like a sort of like real simple nihilism. Yeah. And that's fine, I guess, for a human person. It seems not sufficient for a great villain. And it seems wo- wholly insufficient for a movie. Like, and I think that was a thing that I, I, I kept feeling just like maybe it's okay for this character to be motivated by this simple issue or this simple nihilism that we've all felt or whatever. But as a movie, it just seems like this isn't enough to make a movie on. This doesn't have any weight or meaning. It doesn't say more or do anything else. But that's how I felt. So I don't know if y'all got something more from this, if you felt it was impactful or meaningful or illuminating i don't know no i feel like for me it just felt like i think we've already said it it just felt like it was just too realistic it was like yeah no i like to like repeatedly watch him bully to repeatedly watch him like be made fun of on national or citywide television um like all those things it was just kind of one of those things that was just like i know where this is going obviously but like it didn't feel like it had a deeper meaning. And there were there's all these interviews with Todd Phillips talking about like the deeper meaning and the deeper like criticism of society within this movie. But like that's always what Gotham's been. And so I didn't think like we really needed a deep dive into Goth- why Gotham was the way Gotham was. Um and I feel like it was trying to give us that and this this just goes into just the fact that like it gave me a lot of things I didn't feel like I needed. Um, <laughs> like it was just like I. And I'll talk about Dark Knight because I love Dark Knight and I like the way that Joker is. But like, he always teased why he was the way he was, but he never gave it to us, and we never figured out why he was. And I was happier that way. I liked not knowing why the villain was the way the villain was. I tend <laughs> and the fact that he lied to you made him more interesting. <laughs> yeah, and I think that's the thing is I like hero origin stories. I don't really need a villain origin story. Hmm. Um, I'm okay with a, like a villain hero story, like what we got with Thanos, but that wasn't an origin story. That was, yeah. let's watch this man win. Yay. Boo. <laughs> um, but I, like to go back to what a question you had asked earlier about like question. what I would have liked to see is like, I would have liked to see the Joker be in like Joker prime and just see it from like hit like, or like in like, actually being the Joker. I didn't need to see him become the Joker and why he became the Joker. Mm. I would be happy just watching him be the Joker as the main character and watching his, like, quote-unquote, hero's journey. Um, I didn't need to see why someone gets terribly broken or whatnot and then decides that they don't give a fuck about anybody and they want to kill everyone to hurt them. Uh Um, There's just too much of that anyways. Um... Actually, can I I interrupt you for a second? You can tell me to wait, too. That's fine, also. But um, that was a thing. I don't even know where I I saw or read this or whatever, but there was an idea of the Joker 
oh, this is maybe more social than I want it to be, but the, the Joker movie potentially being more of a problem because we've got movies with, like, Thanos where he kills people, and that's bad and all, but he's an alien in a sci-fi right. movie or whatever. Yeah. But because this is more real, with a real person acting this way, it's potentially more inflammatory. It might incite some sort of re- reaction or, or whatever. Um, but I didn't, I didn't really feel any of that bullshit. But um, <laughs> it did make it feel more unnerving and and like i mentioned before a little scarier because like i could see a person just not doing it with life anymore and not Mm -hmm. being a part of society anymore and go crazy so it was a little scarier in that way i don't know if that was a thing you felt i think i just felt more sad like it was just like and like the whole like the whole part where it was like yeah he had been abused and all these other things and that just made me even more sad i was just like Okay, like that's, I think this maybe go to the message that, like, yeah, I read a lot of articles before this movie, and I actually double checked with Thomas when he saw it before everybody else, which is like, hey, is this movie I can see, um, because I was just like, I don't want to be horribly depressed and then be in yeah. like a depression rut for a bit. Um, you can't be entertained by the clown when his <laughs> sadness is yours. But um, but yeah, I just like there's just that feeling of like I didn't want. The reason he was a Joker was just because of abuse and crazy. Um, and that was kind of just ended up being the reason. Can I interrupt you real quick? Go for it. I know I didn't want to see him become the Joker because of rejection from a girl. So I was glad that that didn't happen. Anyways, go ahead. He never got rejected because she didn't, you know, ever really know him. No, I know. Um, yeah, he's just happy about Can that. Can I just take a moment and <laughs> yes. say how absolutely creepy it was yeah. when he did that whole gesture of like blowing his brains out to her after yep. they got out the elevator. The moment had passed. Wait, you talking he about the first time? He called out to her, turned around, and it was the most exaggerated, awful thing. I felt like I don't even know. I do Where wonder if that was real or not. I thought that was real. Like it was, it was definitely weird and creepy, but like. At some point, he starts to create a reality that includes her. I don't know if that was it, too. Because she doesn't yeah. react like, yo. Oh, I thought this her reaction was like that. Really? I thought it, it was the like opposite. Her, it's like, it's like it is to in be her polite. apartment when he does it again. Yeah, yeah but, but she's talking like about the original time. one. Yeah. Right. And because, like, sorry. No, no. I'm just saying, like, I, it wasn't, it wasn't approving, but it wasn't like, what the fuck are you doing, I mean, I just dude? know as women, like, our attempts to be polite, even in the face of absolute disturbing creepiness, and that's probably the same reaction I would have had. I've been like, oh, okay. Um, but no, it was just no, so... Didn't she begin, didn't Your she reaction begin needs to be from now on, nah, that's what you need to give out to the world. Don't be polite <laughs> to these fuckers. Say nah. Right, but, but yeah, as a Thomas, woman, I say nah, nigga. Go ahead. Nah, here's my boyfriend's number. But yeah, no, Thomas, she, she began the conversation, but he continued it like 15 minutes later as he was yeah. getting out of an elevator after an awkward silence where no one talked. And in the creepiest, I think that's fashionable how, manner. I think that's how I talk, where like I'll bring up something 15 minutes later and be like, oh yeah, you remember that thing? But to your hey. friends. <laughs> Not the complete strangers say, in an elevator. Let me say this. I don't know how he is with strangers. So let me just come to you right now. Let me come to you. Let's all gather around the couch and talk to Thomas and say, Don't nah. do that. <laughs> oh, Thomas, if this is how you're living your life, don't. <laughs> this is our advice segment with John Isidore. 
I'm here for you, dog. Don't do that shit. It's wild. It's crazy. All the crazy kids. So did you did you think it was weird just because like the time had passed? Yeah. Well, there that... was a moment. They had a moment where it might have been acceptable. Right. And then he, it wasn't that anymore. But then he <laughs> did it so over the top that you were like, this nigga is crazy. I just took that as like, Something he's weird. Wrong with him. <laughs> yes. But not in just weird as in weird haha, but weird as in get the fuck out, move apartment. Oh, I didn't, I didn't get that off the first interaction. I'm not going to lie. Oh, that's because you're not a woman dealing with crazy people every day. You know, hey, I'm not either. Knew it wasn't great. <laughs> I thought it was weird. Like the moment, like the stalking thing. And I was like, wait, she, what? She didn't react mm-hmm. to that. That was odd. No, see her accepting or living through him miming killing himself. That's one thing. That may just be, I'm going to make the best of this situation. Before it could have been that. Me, yes. But when stalking she came thing, yeah. back and said, you were stalking me, that's hot, is what she said. Wait, basically. that's what she said? It's not like literally, but basically. That's she when said, I got man, this... I really wish you came in here and robbed the bank. Right, but He's that like, was a oh, joke. Oh, I have a gun. But like at that point, that's when I started the whole bad writing or harleen quinn okay that, got it. <laughs> no there was no version of reality in my mind where that was okay yeah yeah it was either poorly written yeah or it's it's a Villain. stealth background prequel to harleen quinn's story because i thought that like before that whole reveal of like oh snap he's just imagining this thing i thought that she was actually into him and that she was just about to like give him a new one like hey no, you don't stalk me. Like, that's weird. But then she was just like... Wow, Tom, you know what that is, Thomas? Can I tell you what that is real quick, Thomas? Go ahead. That's a rom-com. Where he acts badly and she tells him how to live life correctly. That's what you just talking about. That's Venom. This is the wrong villain movie. <laughs> and speaking <laughs> of Venom, what was the worst... No. <laughs> Wait, wait, didn't Venom come out this time last year? Yep. Yep. Didn't it like almost to the day? No. Yes. Was it? Yeah. Uh, it wasn't Valentine's Day? No, that was Deadpool. Never mind. No, yeah, because it came out like the week before John was here visiting. <laughs> and then we went and saw it after. For Austin City Limits, where I got to see fucking Arctic Monkeys live for the first time. Greatest day of my life. That's not true, but I really did enjoy the show. <laughs> What was the greatest day of your life? I don't know. I haven't had it yet. <laughs> I know what my greatest day of my life was. Today, when I found out about... Why are you taking a slight like You're not going to be with me for the rest of my life. And the greatest day of both of our lives is probably when we have a kid. Oh, don't don't oh, come throw shade at me with that face. Ooh, that the end of days. I like it. Don't even, don't even try to like act like you offended. Like you're not my whole life right now. All right? That was Chill. clean. I need to go Chill with you. that bullshit. I didn't expect you to pull it off, but you did. <laughs> hey, I'm waiting for one more thing. You're like Kobe with the clutch. There it is. For, you, for my uh, listeners, for my personal listeners Just at home right now, my personal listeners, I imagine, are um, seven of the 12 people who listen to us. Um, <laughs> wow. For my listeners right now, oh, Nicole just gave me a kiss because she knew I did it right. <laughs> but Thomas is trying to say some stuff. Go on. No, you're fine. Y'all are cute. And y'all are I know. No. I know. I'm fine. F O I N E. Point. You know who else is fine? Anchor. <laughs> and they're not free. just fine. Fine, they're free. 
Anyways. I couldn't pull up the screen fast enough to see what my bullet points were. <laughs> oh, gosh. Anyway, hey, so what question, if- Thomas. Question, question, question. Real question, real question, real question. If we do multiple anchor ads, do we get more money? There's opportunity Is it for three sponsorships in an episode. I don't know if all three can be the same ad. Mm. Let's push the limits on this bitch. But hey, um, guys, check out Anchor. It's. <laughs> <laughs> what did you think about uh, the '80s multi? Like at first, I thought it was '70s. But then I saw the interview with Todd Phillips and he said that it was 1981 because of the films that Thomas Wayne and Martha Wayne. No, Martha yeah, we're watching. I don't remember. Zorro. Martha oh, Wayne, nigga. Okay. Zorro, the gay blade and Brian De Palma's blowout were shown on the movie screen when they were coming out of the honestly, theater. So honestly, I don't think the 70s demarcation is super significant. Really? Because like, there's like, I think there's an overlapping feel. Like, and it doesn't matter if when you think of it, you think specifically '80s or specifically '70s. I think you're imagining a previous time that's somewhere in the '70s '80s range, and I think that's what they were going for. And they mm. evoke it. And they do a really fucking good job of it. Yeah. Like, for all the issues with this movie, it looks great. Like, they did a good job of creating the world and environment and atmosphere that they were going for, and it looks fucktastic. So I have a question. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. You go ahead. Okay. Uh, I have a question for you, Diamond. Um, just real quick. Uh, DP and cinematographer. I found out that that's the same thing. Is that true? Um, basically, yeah. But there's multiple people involved. Yeah. Go ahead, Nicole. Did you guys see that the steps that Joaquin Phoenix did his view of Rocky Dance on have now become a tourist trap? And that people are all over that bitch trying to take photos for the yep. gram. I saw the video yeah. of uh, a Bronx they man who came out with eggs and threw it at the tourists. He was like, for the tourists, you need to go to Yankee Stadium. Get out of here with this bull crap. <laughs> also, how did you guys feel once we found out that his mom was also batshit crazy and that Thomas Wayne was not, in fact, the father, like a fucking Mari episode? I did not okay, expect so that. So actually, when it comes to that like whole narrative thread... This is maybe a, a wider, wider comment, but oh, okay, it is a wider comment. I apologize. Um, the Joker's had all sorts of origins over the decades, right? And even in his most famous, famous movie sort of representation with Heath Ledger, part of the joke is that you don't know who he is, you don't know what his yeah. past is. So, like, that's part of the Joker that his past is either fluid or unconfirmed or different things. And I kind of feel like with movies happening now, there is not an attempt, but an ability to sort of cement a singular origin for a lot of characters. Mostly it's heroes because like Marvel, whatever. But like, I feel like there's, because movies are different from comics and people see them together as a culture instead of nerds in a basement. Like you could say, you could potentially say that this movie is an official origin for the Joker. And so I was watching a lot of things sort of thinking of that. And so the involvement of, of like Bruce and him being a potential sibling, half brother, I thought like, I was watching this movie and I'm like, no movie has tried to, no thing has tried to be the official statement on the origins of Joker like this. Mm -hmm. If they're going to make this movie and they're going to like, they're not going to stop making DC movies. 
are they going to say this is the origin? Like, if they're saying that, it's kind of wild that they're sort of putting forth this idea that he's his half-brother. Whoa. Yeah. Wait, you said that as a truth? Oh, okay, never mind. No, I'm not saying that it took it as a truth, but, like, is this a thing that, like, they're doing? Is it Could it be what they're doing? Um, well, then he'd be so much older than him. It's crazy. It's it's fine. Like their ages don't matter. We've already like, got Bruce a joke Wayne is so like, much older than Batman. In the Bruce Wayne should series, be like right? sixty years old or some shit like that. I don't know. So it, I don't know. I just thought it was sort of wild. And then like when he turns out he's not his half brother, whatever. Still though, they connect his involvement to the origins of Bruce of, of Batman. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I guess I'm curious. All, all of that bullshit I just said to say that I'm curious how much this movie will play a role in people's sort of view of Batman and the Joker and their mythology in the future. Separate from all my concerns about movies and reality coming out of this movie, just in the narrative sense. I'm curious about how this lasts or where it sticks, if it does at all. Yeah, I think... Well, one interesting thing is because uh, Arthur does find that picture of yeah. his mom and his, like Thomas Wayne had written on the back or someone had written Thomas Wayne's name on the back that said, I like your smile or something like that. My mom is still convinced that Thomas Wayne is Arthur's dad. So there's that whole we don't act, the still like we don't actually know who was lying and who wasn't lying in that. We like know she was batshit crazy, but yeah. we don't know if she's. Well, that doesn't crazy. mean she's a liar. Yeah, um, yeah, I think that's fair. Yep. Like another thing that was large in part due to the video that aired before this movie, where I was, um, was a whole basically all the Joker's in the past and how they were kind of a reflection of the Batman that they were like fighting set against. up against. Yeah, so you had the Cesar Romero Joker who was just, like, crazy and funny, and that's because he was against, you know, 60s Batman. A goofy uh, 60s yeah. Batman. <laughs> and then you had Jack Nicholson and, like, his drama and the darkness um, paired against Michael Keaton. And then you had um, just Heath Ledger being paired up against, like, the kind of the philosophical Batman is how this video talked about it. Um, they left out Jared Leto because who cares? Um, and that's on the Joker. <laughs> yeah. Um, but the whole thing I think is really fascinating with this movie is we get the Joker first. Um, and we still get to see like Bruce Wayne as a kid. And so that whole idea of, is this going to change people's view of Batman and the mythology? Um, I'm going to say, say still depends on who they decide, like how the, follow-up Batman story will come from this. And honestly, I'm super apprehensive about it because we got a super broken, very human, very depressed, very insane Joker with no real care, like super, yeah, the nihilistic Joker. So what kind of Batman are we going to get out of that? Um, is, I don't know, that's, that's the more interesting question for me and less of what am I going to do now with this Joker? Um is A, I can't see Joaquin Phoenix doing a series, so who knows how this is going to go. But um, I just, I thought it was an interesting thing of just being like, every Joker we've ever gotten, even just like his original... I'm going to say, you, you're you talking about 
TV and movie. Yeah. Because... Not comic. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Just clarifying. Yeah, because... Yeah, mostly I'm focusing on TV and movie because... I also was. That's what most people see. I'm not judging you for it. Yeah, I'm yeah. Just clarifying. No, because, yeah, Joker origins in comics are everywhere, depending on <laughs> if you look at, like, original origin versus all the different universes that have popped up and the writers and who want, like, so forth. So it's just I'm sticking with TV and movies. Um, so I think that's an interesting thing. And TVs and movies, we've always had Batman and then Joker. And so I, I don't know what that means because this is a franchise. Even if Todd Phillips doesn't want to live in that reality. Joaquin it's a said he's only doing one. Yeah. But there's I mean, a Batman I- movie coming up. I think so, Diamond's point is so significant because, like, even it's it's so much so Batman and then Joker that there's even part of the conversation about Batman in some of these movies is separate from your rich person beating up crazy people. Is uh-huh. um, are you stopping crime or does your nature or your presence or existence cause these people to come out of the woodworks? Uh-huh. Like it's. He's so much seen as the cause, or at least the, the, the primary incident, that things that come after are a response to him, potentially. Mm-hmm. But this is a thing that sort of sets sets it the other way around, yeah. where the cause and the initiating incident, the catalyst, is the Joker. So even if Joaquin never comes around. back, we still have a Batman that is going to be fa- yeah based off of this world. Oh, because I, uh, I thought that the... Uh, the... Robert Pattinson Batman wasn't going to be connected with this one. Then why have this movie? <laughs> I don't know. Like, I mean, I'm going to be with Thomas on this one. I think, I kind of think their plan is just put movies out. I thought that with they the can kitchen. make it make sense later and connect them. Cause like they tried to connect first and it, they not good. So yeah. I think at this point it's the whole, let's just have fun. People know our brand. Let's just put movies out and fuck it. Let's make money. Yeah, I think it, like while they might have said that they don't want them to be connected, I think they could they could easily base how they want this next Batman to go based off. I think that's fair. That tracks. Like, it's about to make a billion dollars, so I wouldn't be <laughs> I wouldn't scoff at like a, oh wow this works let's go with what works. But yeah, we I still would... got two years so until the Batman one. Mm-hmm. I just want. That cartoon what is it? It wasn't cartoon. It was like the WB, the Batman. That the Batman show Wait, was what? pretty good. Oh, the animated. There's series. been a lot of Batman since, like Batman the animated series. But I think the Batman is the best one since that one. Yeah, that the was always great. But in the video I watched, the other Joker talked about was Mark Hamill's. Phenomenal, so, of course. Also, that's where you get Harley Quinn from. She was in a uh, creation she was made of the animated the show. series. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which is why amazing. was she made for the show? I don't know why she was made for the show. I just know that she was made for the show and people liked her enough that they put her in comics. But I, I couldn't tell you why specifically they made her. If it was a need for a, another character to bounce off the Joker, if there was a need for a female, or if there was just someone had a great idea. I actually don't know specifically why she was made. I wasn't there. <laughs> the origin episodes are phenomenal, though. What? The origin no, episode. She was originally only made for one episode, but everyone liked her so much they put her in various spinoffs and so on and so forth. Wow. And now 
Margot Robbie's about to play her in her solo movie. How do you say your name again? Because I thought it was like Roby. I was listening back to that podcast and we wound up on a mix of what Diamond was saying and what we say. Yep. So it wasn't Roby and it wasn't Robbie. It was like... Roby. Rubby. 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 Yeah. Margot Robbie. Margot Robbie. Fuck that shit. That's a crazy name. That's... She's rich. She can handle it. I'm sure I said that last time too. Yeah, you did. I did. She can handle it. She's famous. She, she doesn't care famous. what I'm saying. She's not one of our 12 listeners, That's guys. That's not true. Hassan Minhaj uh, cares about his name, and he's famous. Who? Hassan Minhaj. He was on the well, Daily no Show. Well, no one knows who Wait, he is. you watched the Daily Show. That nigga's not listening to us, too. Either. You guys, I was so concerned today. I thought you were about to do an anchor ad. Oh, my God. <laughs> Because honestly, I was about to, but then you spoke. I'm like, oh, she's doing it. I'll back up. I was writing my name today, and a red squiggly line appeared on my last name. And I had to go and like seriously think through, like, did I just spell my name wrong? But no, spell check just doesn't know it. No, spell check. Of all the ways you can spell my last name, um, Isidore. Spell check doesn't. doesn't I love how Thomas just goes and says it. Everyone else was on fucking board. <laughs> Notice I didn't say it this whole time. Mm-hmm. Just put just put my audio there and not Thomas's. But That's- see, the nice thing is, like, we can edit this podcast in the Anchor app, and like, we have the Anchor app because it's free. And not only can we record on it, but as I just said, we can edit and create on our phones. And not only that, but after we've created it, it can be distributed. To wherever podcasts are found. Even better, we can make money from this podcast without a minimum listenership. So you don't have to have like a thousand listeners to. We don't even have to have a thousand. We really just need one person to listen a thousand times. (laughs) I'm kidding. So how do you get it? Just download the Anchor app and go to anchorfm.com or fm, (laughs) anchor.fm to get started. Sounds right. Probably anchor.fm. That's definitely the one. This has probably been 15 seconds long. Sure. So what else about this damn movie? <laughs> um. Wait, wait, I gotta check my seven notes. <laughs> like, I do have to say, it was really pretty to watch. Because this is Diamond's everything has to be cinematic moment. Um, it was just really pretty. The lighting was pretty. Everything was yellow. That was cool. So um, when you say cinematic, I, I'm jumping on a thing I don't need to hear, but yeah. what do you mean when you say cinematic? I mean, in terms of just the way it looks, cinematic tends to mean you know it's per, like heavily produced and Feels everything like is arranged in a certain way. And that's not bad? For cinematic. cinematic? No, overly produced. No. Okay. I mean, like, there's, you want, like when you, if you watch a TV show, it's going to look one way, but when you... Like, if you watch a movie, you want it to look and feel like a movie. You want it to feel like money's been put into it. That's honestly what they keep going with all the new iPhone phones. It's just being like, can we make this camera make it look like it was heavily produced without it being heavily produced? Can we look at this iPhone and make you feel like it's worth a $1,000 you're spending on a fucking pocket watch? I do have to say, the no (laughs) unsolicited... That Selena Gomez ad... Is hilarious because it's like lighting and rigging. Has yeah, to be did used you see that this- underneath where it was like additional? Because at first it said like 
shot with the iPhone edited Can't. on a Mac. I was like, that can mean so many different things. I don't watch commercials because I ain't a bitch. But did you know that you can get Anchor for free? <laughs> I'm not a this nigga Lord. was the one who was being so annoyed with all of our Anchor ads at the beginning. And there he goes. No, because you weren't working in it organically. Oh God, like Anchor does. Did you know that Anchor's free? Thomas, this is your fault. I love it so much. I'm not even mad. This is phenomenal. <laughs> I'm so you know happy. what else is phenomenal? Anchor. Anchor. And it's free. <laughs> You can record, create, and edit from your phone, whether it's an iPhone or one of those bullshit phones. Like your phone? And it can be distributed from wherever or to wherever you find podcasts. And you can make money from a podcast without any minimum listenership. Oh, I love this so much. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. That was probably 15 seconds. Oh, I love it. I like that you end with that was probably 15 seconds every time. I got to make sure I'm hitting it. Make make sure our overlords are happy. Anchor. <laughs> that was Diamond's contribution. Anchor. I love it. Hey, guys. If you're in a sailboat, how do you make sure it doesn't float away? <laughs> what do you use? Is it an uh, or? <laughs> what the fuck? Nigga, have you ever seen a boat? No. <laughs> Well, if you want to learn, you learn about sailboats, I'm sure you can listen to a podcast. Forget what it's fucking called. It's probably on Anchor, which is free. This is an oars. I'm thinking, though, I think I misspoke, and I'm thinking right now, right quick, I think I may have said at one point, Pondcast. Pondcast? Which All seems right. like it'd be relevant to Anchor, which is free. Oh, are we done with this movie? Okay, no, no. Do we have oh, anything yeah. else to say about this movie? Because right now we're just talking about Anchor. I have okay, a lot to say about, about Anchor. About it's free. I got, no, no. Legitimate, legitimate, legitimate question. What was the worst superhero movie this year? Oh, dang Ooh, it. I thought you were about to say ever. <laughs> no, because ever it's Suicide Squad. But no, this ha. year? No, Daredevil, the first one, or Elektra. Or any I'm... of the Joel Schumacher Batman movies. Okay, fuck it. Fuck that. I'm talking about... This year, worst superhero comic related. Which ones movie. came out? The kitchen. Wait, superhero movies are comic related movies. <laughs> I'm gonna say no, no. Okay, I'm saying. Yeah, I didn't hear what I said. Nope, I, I was ignoring I it. The kitchen. Yeah, comic, no, I heard you. Comic and superhero. So not just superhero, not just comic, because like the kitchen was comic, but it was a superhero movie. But comic superhero movie. This year, what was the worst one? And I need Diamond to hit me with that good, good list. Of all right, all I'm looking it up out. first. Just, oh my God, why are these, all these movies here? Okay, so the movies that we've had this Wait, year. And real, real, real quick, what year did Captain Marvel come out in? This year. Exactly. It's been a long fucking year, guys. You remember when you remembered that Black Panther came out last year? Isn't that nuts? Yep. <laughs> We're having that same moment. Nigga, all right, if guys. you said it was this year, I would have believed you because it's been a long year. <laughs> All right, 2019. So far, the move, the comic. All right, according to Google, the 2019 comic movies are Avengers: Endgame, Captain Marvel, Spider-Man: Far From Home, Dark Phoenix, Joker, oh! Shazam, Hellboy, No, Black, Men in Black Ooh. International. Uh, Wait, kitchen. no, that's not a superhero movie. Take that finish. shit out. 
In case she's not a superhero either. Go on. I know, but That's you said comic, said and I'm no, reading comic. No, I said comic. It's superhero. It was a Venn diagram. I'll talk about the middle chunk. Okay. Am I going back and doing superhero? Because... The only one you're taking out is the kitchen in Men in Black. The okay. rest count. Okay. Uh, let me go back and amend that. Because I had superhero, but then you threw comic in and I changed it. I was trying okay. to hit the overlap. I cannot believe Avengers Endgame came out this year. So the two movies that are not comic movies, but are superhero movies that also came out this year are Glass and Brightburn. Both of those, both of those were better than... Dark Phoenix. Dark Phoenix. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, Dark Phoenix so came out this year? I forgot worse. Dark Phoenix the came worst. out, and now I know what the worst one <laughs> oh, was. The worst. But you can keep Ooh, talking But was it Dark to. Phoenix or Hellboy, though, for worse? I didn't see Hellboy. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. I didn't see Hellboy. <laughs> so I can't say. But it Dark no, Phoenix... It's not good. Dark Phoenix was absolutely the worst of the ones that I saw. And I, I saw didn't see Dark Phoenix. So I'll say Hellboy was the worst of the ones I saw. Mm, now I gotta see Hellboy. I have to have a shit fight. Basically, now we got to see Dark Phoenix. No, I'm gonna say something though. You're not missing anything. There's a were jaguar and a Baba Yaga with her chicken leg house in Hellboy. Oh, that's true. And like, there was neither of those things in Dark Phoenix. Well, I didn't see Dark Phoenix, so mm, of the movies I saw, he also didn't see Hellboy. (laughs) No, that's what I'm talking about though. But I knew they were in that. But Magneto was real good. Oh shit, there was a couple good. It might be Hellboy. Right burn. I no, get the fuck out of here. Brightburn was great. Uh, you did not thoroughly prepare me for that movie. Brightburn? Okay, guys. Brightburn was pretty great. You told me I was seeing a villain great. story. It's you were. A, oh my gosh. No, no, no. A... Okay, okay. I t- okay. You were talking about you and Diamond on this shit like, oh, I just want a villain to be a villain. That's what you got in Brightburn. I never saw it. Because you good. said it was scary, so you can't make me Yeah, so I I'm just saying, it. like, it, it was a comic protagonist okay with a horror genre covering okay so knowing what you know of me i heard horror. would i be able to see this movie without having nightmares and being shaken to my core i can't know about nightmares you probably would have nightmares i will say i am the scariest cat of all and i forgot about it after okay that day you, i mean i think you might have like a nightmare that night okay because there's a couple, there's like two sort of gruesome bits that I Mm-mm. think would probably stick with you. Okay. But after that night, you'd be okay. It okay. wasn't creepy. It was just gruesome. There's there's some like and some gore and violence. Yeah, it was okay. gory. But not like scary, like jump out, bah, kind of. Okay, violent. so I'll watch but it during the think, day when God can see me. Got it. But I do there think you, you would appreciate the usage of horror tropes in a superhero movie. Like, mm-hmm. it's it's not magic it's not unique it's not like the first original idea birthed from the head of god or anything but like i think you would have appreciated putting them together in an interesting way that isn't isn't common the only other thing i think that's sort of like it would be chronicle Mm -hmm. i love that i love chronicle yeah yeah so like i think i think you'd appreciate it honestly i think you'd you'd find it worth having watched I do regret looking at these stills, though. Okay. Oh, are you looking at a girl well, with a gl- piece of glass in her eye? <laughs> I was looking at that oh, one, I yeah. That. Mm, see? Felt it. Anyway. So, Through if you spirit. want to talk about gore, we saw another movie. It was Zombieland. Yeah. Are we going to start that one? I don't think there's that much to Zombieland. I'm going to be honest with you. Because it was my a sequel. about Zombieland <laughs> is that it was a waste of my time. Oh, snap. 
That's not what I thought you were going to say. I mean, I enjoyed it, but I would have enjoyed my time more if I just watched the first one again. Yeah, that's kind of how I felt. So, like, I, I don't... feel like that's pretty darn similar to how you felt about Joker. Damn it. No. Oh, wait, oh, about Dark Knight? I mean, yeah. honestly, if it's... Oh, it's too late tonight, but I would watch just the Dark Knight again. <laughs> that's what I did. And <laughs> I think fair. I think the thing is... Our, Quickly going back to Joker, and then I'll jump into my few moments of what I think about Zombieland 2. Um, as I did like the fact that Dark Knight Joker did have a reason for existing. Yeah, he was like an anarchist and all these other things, but his whole reason to exist was because he wanted Batman to break his rules. Yeah, and a, drive, a drive is more compelling than no drive. That's it. Yeah, and so I think that's... That's what makes this Joker, even when he was being his Jokeriest, that like he, I can't see him being in more movies or whatnot. I can see a movie where this Batman is influenced by this Joker, but not one where they'll ever really face each other because this one doesn't have enough drive to ever do anything more than what he did in this movie. Also, if him and the the Batman stand in the same room, the Batman just, Batman just punches him in the face and takes him to jail. <laughs> yeah. That's it. It's game over. You're a dude. <laughs> yeah, because he doesn't have a plan, which is funny because the whole thing in Dark Knight is that he talks about how he never has a plan. But he I has really even though he had I like a specific. That lie. I loved it. <laughs> yeah, and that's his whole thing is that he's trying to make Batman break all his plans and all his rules, but he's doing just the same thing that Batman's doing, um, while denying yeah. it and being. The most jokery joke. I was curious about, like, I mean, let's go to the Dark Knight, a good Joker movie. Um, I was never quite clear on if he is honest with himself about how much he plans. Oh, I don't think mm. so. Like, I'm, but I, I wasn't sure. I didn't know if it was a case where it's like he knows and he's just lying because he's a liar, or if he's not really thinking about it in that way where it's just like, eh, it's not the same. Like, I don't know if he denies that he's the same as a Batman or if he accepts it but lies about it because he's more interested in, like, the end result than his work. And I I, I don't know if there's enough in the text to say, but it seems yeah. that you two have an opinion where it's just that he's just whatever. I, yeah, I just... There isn't really much in the text of The Dark Knight to say, and I know there were plans to get more expounded, but that never happened because of Heath Ledger... Passing away. But, what? Yeah, right? Spoiler alert. He's oh dead. Oh my gosh. Um, Maybe if I had anchored that. That's not how the, the thing even works. Anyway, go on. But um, but no, I think that that was just a thing that we never got answered. And I think, weirdly enough, Dark Knight is so good because we didn't get any of those questions about the Joker answered. Yeah. Like, he was just a guy... Who is trying to make so Batman awesome. break all his rules? So bad right now. Oh my god! And You're it's, killing me. It's so good. Now I just want to watch it again, and I have to go oh to bed. God. Um, Guys, how about our next podcast is just about the Dark Knight? Because <laughs> I'm okay. With I it. could put that on right now. I could talk about the Dark Knight all the day long, so I would be fine with it. Oh my um, gosh! So we, we're supposed to like watch your Jimbo. <laughs> your Jimbo. Don't worry about it. It'll come to you later. Someday. Um. <laughs> But back to Zombieland. Uh, oh, it, fuck. <laughs> but no, I guess my whole thing was 
they they did the you know we're gonna reference the old movie or the first movie we're gonna reference it and they did a really good job referencing it but like i did afterwards just be like i just wanted to watch zombie land again and i had seen it two yeah. days before but i just wanted to watch it again and like my my the friend i went with her whole thing was like well i wasn't disappointed and i was just like well, that's good, but that's not why I go into movies. Right, I don't right. movies being like, I really hope to not be disappointed. <laughs> um, so that, I don't know, that was just kind of a funny... I spent money to break even. Yeah, no, I'm with you. Like, I... And it was funny because Nicole had not seen the first Zombieland. And I thought that was a real funny movie. So much so that, like, I thought even though she's, she professes to not be about comedy, that she would still enjoy it. But then the second one wasn't as good. And not like, again, not like it was bad, but I just think the first one was better. And I, I kind of regret going to the movie. It's like, if we could oh, have just watched the first one, she might not have like laughed out loud or anything, but I think she might have enjoyed it more. I mean, I'm open to watching it. All right. We're I'm watching not that turned off just because I saw this one. I was just kind of, I thought it was entertaining. I didn't think there was much was to funny. the plot. But I was just like, it wasn't a complete waste of a two hours. It made me laugh. And it was fine. It was fine. The only thing, I think maybe my only significant thought about this movie was that I kept thinking that that um, the dumb girl yeah. would yeah. just be something other than a dumb girl. Yes. And I was really annoyed yeah. that they let it let that be the whole joke. Because yep. I'm like, I feel like that can't be the whole joke anymore. Yep. That's not a joke. That's a that's yeah. the setup to a joke. I was happier when she was a zombie and that was the end of the joke. <laughs> but then surprise. No, it was not a surprise. You can't kill Wait, someone you thought, on screen. I thought it was. I thought she was dead. No, because she was no. eating, She was eating nuts and then she swelled up. I was like, oh, it's a nut allergy, but I really hope she turned no, into see, a zombie. I didn't think she was going to be... I didn't. I didn't think anything about those nuts. I just knew... You shot her off screen. She's not dead. Like, this character is not gone now. Yeah. Like, you gave her enough time that you can't kill her off screen. Sorry. If I had to watch him Murray, Bill Murray, then... That's funny. I love that that's a thing (laughs) in their universe and in this conversation. Oh, God. But yeah, if I had to watch him Murray, Bill Murray, then I was going to have to see him kill this girl on screen. Yeah. She was absolutely alive. Absolutely. No, mm-hmm. I definitely thought. Okay, okay. At first, I thought it was an EpiPen, like that when Woody Harrelson's character threw out the big bags that her EpiPen was in there. But then, like when she like Ralphed, I was like, "Oh no, she's a zombie killer." This is the only other thing question I had. So they're they're fighting all the T eight hundreds. They are foolishly defending the whole place, just four of them, with fucking shovels. Okay, whatever. Um, how did you feel? Did you feel it was satisfying or sufficient to have Rosario Dawson save them? Or did you feel that was weak? I was happy because I thought they were actually about to die. I was like, crap. Okay, that's not right. The moment they were like, oh, I love you guys. Like, I was just like, well, dang. Guess they're dying. Honestly, in that moment, I just kept thinking, they're not going to die, but what do they have to save them? Like, yeah. what thing is coming? And I couldn't think of anything. And when she showed up, I was 
I I asked the question that I asked because I felt like yes, she was planted earlier. Yes, she was in the story, but it didn't feel like it was enough. It didn't feel like yeah. It just felt weak to me. Yeah. So me personally, I felt it was weak. You but... know how I feel about people just coming in out of nowhere. I was about to say. <laughs> you love it. Was it was a weak version of was... being Dresden. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. Yeah, I mean, she's fucking Karen Murphy. <laughs> but not as a well-established Karen Murphy. She's just a yeah. Karen Murphy yeah. we met halfway through the movie earlier. That's such a great yeah. name, Karen Murphy. You hey, should read the book, You should read Thomas. the Dresden Files, Thomas. I um, always, I think once a month, I think, Thomas should read more fiction. You know what I was thinking? And so... Like, about how you guys really love Dresden and, like, integrated in you guys' like, talks. And I don't mind that because we're friends. Uh, but I was thinking that you could share, like, your passion for the podcast by launching a podcast about Dresden Files. And you could do that through Anchor. It's free. <laughs> and you can download Don't laugh. It finish it. Anchor the app or you can go to anchor.fm you can distribute your podcast wherever podcasts are found and you can even earn money there's no minimum listenership so you should check it out because i use anchor for all of said podcasts whether it's us together or my personal projects so there you go i don't want to criticize you about your ad read yeah so i'm gonna just move on um (laughs) There is um there's definitely a distinct possibility where we could do we could do a separate podcast where the three of us have read the Dresden Files, but Thomas hasn't. I'd listen to it. (laughs) That shit would be hilarious. Oh, you mean like how I am usually with like films and stuff? But how would we how would we get that podcast out to the masses? We'd probably use Anchor. Why? Because it's free. But I'm not gonna do that to you again, listeners. Uh, (laughs) We're gonna save that. And I know you control. I know you love it when I do, but we'll let's we'll keep moving. This is out of control. I love it so much. Okay, no, okay. I do Anchor. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um I did have another question about the Joker. And this okay. is maybe pretentious. Um there's and there's been a whole bunch of bullshit that I'm not gonna get into with regards to comic book movies and if they're good and Scorsese <laughs> and yeah. Movies and Oscars and bullshit and wow, 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 wow. But my question is, this Joker movie came out. Yes. Do you think it does anything for comic book movies, if we're going to count that as a genre? (laughs) Like, what does it do for them, to them, at them, if it does anything at all? I think for the layman... That it will uh, further solidify the perception of superhero movies, not just being like the mindless popcorn flicks or like summer blockbusters of old, uh, but it would stand on the shoulders of a Dark Knight, of a Black Panther. And uh, because it is so stylized and has those homages to those classic. 70s and 80s films that it would increase the the respect that people may have for comic movies 
I'm so specifically just that... talking about comics as movies, not necessarily comics as books or television. Okay. So you're saying that to people who don't know better about movies, it's going to sort of present with like the the front of something more respectable. Yes. It's going to make it seem like they're better. Yes. Okay. I just I just wanted to make sure I understood you. I think that's that's reasonable because they're definitely presenting it as if like, oh, this is this is the good comic book movie. Like I haven't had this much like this is the adult person's comic movie since Logan. That's what I was gonna say. Oh snap! I forgot about Logan. I feel like it didn't do good at award seasons, which is weird. I don't give a fuck about award season. Logan was definitely a better movie than this one. Logan is one of the best movies I've ever seen, like as a movie. That's okay. I want to ask about that, but I just feel like that's going to get us down a whole rabbit hole that could be its own podcast. <laughs> what is the villain origin story that you guys would want to see? Now, that's a question. I'm going to think about that. Mm. But while I think about that, why don't y'all check out the Anchor app? I'm not going to fucking you. do that. I'm not going to do that right now. Okay. Although, I'm going to tell you a secret. I think my way of doing the ad reads is the best. I wanted to because do it there are times that. where we just pause and I'm like, "Why don't we just do an anchor like an ad read?" Because like, why not? It'll fill space. Um, no, that's a good question. What villain story would I want to is, see? Gambit's not a villain, is he? No. no. Dang it. And uh, Channing Tatum's been trying to make that movie for a long time. Although, of all the people who could make the movie, Channing Tatum is real charming. He is too big to be Gambit. I don't, I don't think give a fuck he can be able say. to pull off the accent. That's my concern. I don't give a fuck about the accent. I neither. This nigga, Gambit should be an acrobat, not fucking ripped ass Channing Tatum, shredded like lettuce. He could be Get like Joaquin here. Phoenix and drop 35 pounds. No. Oh, he was sickly thin. Oh, without a shirt, he was, I was distressed. Just add that to another reason why I don't ever want to be in a room. You know what I'm going to say? Real quick, real quick. Because his rib cage. <laughs> I would not have said this, but the Black Panther movie was a really solid Killmonger movie. Mm-hmm. And like Killmonger, I thought was a much better character than Black Panther in that movie. So that's just a thing I think is positive. I don't know if that's the the, the villain I would want Ooh. to see. I'm still thinking about it. But like you made me think of that the Black Panther movie was an excellent Killmonger movie. That makes me think that I want the origin story of his daddy. Uh, it being a, yeah, it being a period piece in the '90s with Forrest Whitaker's uh, character as the uncle, and uh, Sterling K. Brown as like them being the covert spies, uh, and him also like his his sort of turn or like betrayal of uh, Wakanda because he saw like the injustices that happened, uh, and then we can be able to see that little Killmonger. Like they had in that beautiful scene in Black Panther. That's the one I picked. Mm. This seems weak, but I'm going to say Doom. Only because Doctor Doom, I think, is a Oh, I thought you meant the Rock character. movie? <laughs> no. No, I think Doctor Doom is an interesting character in his own right. And he's been in like two or three movies, and he's just been shitty. So I'd like to see him not shitty. But, and this is less, okay, I'm going to give you my second answer. Which yeah. is not in the spirit of your question. I want to see a Kang the Conqueror movie. Kang is a time-traveling villain in the Marvel Universe. 
I just think that's a great premise. <laughs> I don't know if he'd make a like a. I see Kang as sort of like a some sort of like old school military conqueror, but with time travel capabilities and scientific advancement. I just think he'd be cool to watch because I just think that'd be cool. Oh. But I don't know if that's a great answer, but Dr. Doom or Kang, sorry, you asked me. I want a The Mandarin <laughs> movie and it'd still be Ben Kingsley and he would be like he was except before the reveal. Is this why you asked us this fucking question just so you could talk about Ben Kingsley? I asked the question. Oh, good. Because I was about to tell him to go fuck himself. So. <laughs> Woo! I realized earlier that I asked y'all a question about what the worst uh, superhero comic movie was this year. And I said Dark Phoenix. And I think more than one person said that. But I don't know if we had a consensus. I said Hellboy because I hadn't seen Dark Phoenix. Oh, we After definitely you brought did up do Dark this. Phoenix? What did you say? I said Brightburn. I said yes. Oh, he said Brightburn. And what did you say, Thomas? I agreed with you about Dark Phoenix. All right. Majority takes it. Um, <laughs> I think based off of that, like of in terms great. of like villains that we've seen in X-Men movies that I want to see better um, and would love to see a movie of, like my first thought was Doom, who's not an X-Men villain. But the second thought was, I just want to see Emma Frost be real able. <gasps> yes. Who's Emma Frost? I love Emma no, no, no. Okay, okay. I, I hear that partially. Yeah. I'd like to see her in a movie. I don't know if I want to see a movie about her. Oh, it's a I don't know if I want to see a movie starring her. What about I think what the she, Hell People? Hellfire Club? Yeah. I think she'd that, be excellent. That's what I want. <laughs> I, would, no, I think she'd be excellent as one of several bad guys who are bad, and she's just the best character, but the least evil. Okay, yeah. Because, um, like, I don't... I think Emma Frost is interesting because she's not just the worst. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, like, if you had the Hellfire Club where there's a few other people who are the worst. Yeah. And she is bad, but she's not the worst, so she can be the most compelling of the bad guys. Mm-hmm. I think that'd be super interesting. There you go. I want that. I want what <gasps> no. said. No, I'm oh, done. Oh, I found oh, it, guys. Copyright, copyright, copyright. We thought it trademark, was Doom. Trademark, trademark. We thought it was King. But in reality, it's Anchor FM. You can create this but you know where you might see an anchor? Down at the bottom of the sea, where you might see, not Aquaman, Namor. I want Namor. I <laughs> want the what? fucking Namor movie. He absolutely is a fucking Namor. Stop yelling. What? <laughs> what did Diamond say? No, I just said, I was waiting for you to say that. So when you didn't say that, I was shocked and appalled. Shocked and appalled? Okay, Namor. Just like when he first discovered Anchor FM. <laughs> Wait, you anyway. shocked and appalled? <laughs> So I'm gonna take um, our final fortune. <laughs> Why name it? Why name Namor? It doesn't matter. I got my fortune right here. Yeah, Here's listen to our fortune. Aquaman podcast to find out what John thinks about Namor. You can find it on Anchor FM. And that's different from the Man Ray dude. Yes. Okay. Black Mana. Yes. Oh, I was way off. Oh, Thomas, it's a great thing that you were just speaking, because our fortune for the week is. A great man never ignores the simplicity of a child. What does that even mean? Am I the child in this scenario? (laughs) Who knows? Tune in next week to find out. And if you got the Anchor app, you can record your own podcast, create your own ending, choose your own adventure. It's free. Just make sure you download at anchor.fm to get started. That was beautiful, guys.